0: Love Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. We got Ted, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin,
1: the Hot Block Commander. <laughs> How
2: you want to end a one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk on a national level, Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber, When game tally like the fabric. Doing prime times former rich speaking minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports
1: veterans and great The four for twenty six so the war the wait It's the war room. With five nights at the round table, five
3: silly
4: guys, diversified and educated. Yeah. what's good war room family and happy new year. It is twenty twenty-three out this piece. You are once again live in the war room brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network for our first show of 2023. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy, Dev Mack. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint are at the table. Uh, We experienced sort of a traumatic event um, in the NFL this week, so we'll discuss that event and the fallout from that particular event. So sit back, relax, bust it up again with your bros in the War Room, the greatest man cave in the history of planet Earth with an S. Episode 660 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood Chat Room at blogtalkradio.com slash the War You can join us on Facebook, Twitter, IG, all at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Happy New Year. I got one question for y'all, though. Yo, when when, when we gonna have Keith Murray on the show?
0: The most beautiful thing in this world is just like that. T
4: E. I get in ya. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with Keith Murray, man? He's gone on a string mm-hmm. of interviews reminiscent of, what's the cat, the young cat, Orlando Brown. Brown, is that his
1: last name? Yeah. Where... Yeah, Orlando Brown.
4: They're asking him things, and he's like talking and giving way too much information and kissing and telling and, and demonstrating things while he's talking. And he seems like he's like on some particular drug or he got street T E shout out to Davis backwards for the term. Um,
1: what's wrong with Keith
4: Mario? seem a little tired. Of I mean, to think. me it's,
1: it's, it's very simple. Uh, you know, um, the narcotic known as attention. He got tired of seeing cats like Boosie, you know what I'm saying, um, come on these various know, platforms, I, podcasts. I think he ought know, to narcotics, though, man. I think
4: it's and, attention. It There's <sighs> more than
1: one. Listen, more than one. Listen, I mean, you think about it. Certain cats, like, I don't even know if Boosie still make music, but Boosie is relevant in culture because he sits on the couch and gives his opinion on things, whether they're asked or not. Yo, and
5: Yo him he and Floyd like,
4: Boosie I, I can, I can smoke a it. blunt. During the interview, and I don't get the the vibe that Boosie's high. Like, Keith Murray is high, and I'm not talking about a weed high.
1: Something wrong with that. No, I understand what I'm saying, what I'm saying is different. I think that he's like, I'm going to turn. Because think about it. Like, if he just came and told those stories without all the extra, he wouldn't be going viral, bow, movie like he is. It's the attention, dog. Like, you know, maybe, he, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's not on nothing. I'm not I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying why he popped up. He, it's, it's money in there.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's a rollout. It's a rollout, for it's a rollout, rollout all of for a sudden, Keith Murray is all over YouTube. Like, I don't even get that. Like, And some of them do be wearing, yo. he's wearing a suit and tie and, and a baseball cap.
1: With, like, with like a, with like a uh, <laughs> yo, with, a, with an Inspector Gadget raincoat on top.
4: <laughs> right, right. Like, he all the way in, like, they caught him before he was going to church or something.
0: Like, yo, I'm concerned I understand, I is, you know,
4: this is reviving his life. His, I don't want to say career because I don't think he's going to make it. Here, here's the on thing, this, right? He don't seem capable well, Vlad, of making a rap album
1: right now. He's trying to get to the Vlad couch, man. Vlad pays his top people for interviews. Like, Vlad pays Boosie. That's why you see him on there so much.
4: No, so he trying married, to get we'll he, he will be on Vlad soon.
1: Absolutely. For Vlad going to
4: call so, him first. I mean, like, yo, you got any more stories that you, know, you haven't told yet? Save
5: them. Yo, yo, I got a yeah, bag for you. Yo, I mean, boy, the thing, listen, though. We, we, we we came to a place in history but cats is going onto these media platforms and halfway bright. and i understand it is keith murray so he's probably hot as dev pointed out i looked at his like his eyes i tend to agree with you dev like i know the I attention drugs at infamy- yo he he back in the he day he's had a you know yo, a little
2: bit of a vocabulary you know, for yo, a rapper
5: bull, <laughs> now bragging about eating community yams <laughs> like <laughs> Yo, like, yo, and where we community at? Community like, head.
0: Like, <laughs> <He's> like, yo, <laughs> yo, yo,
3: yo. going keep
0: murdering. <laughs> These little kids is on everything. Sir, thank <laughs> you. Cigarette weed. Tennessee. Bossa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
4: He on that hana, hana. <laughs> he
5: on the <laughs> hana <laughs> on Ah,
0: everything. All
4: right. I ain't got too long with y'all tonight, brother, so we're going to get right into it. Um, Before we get started, we just got to remind you all that uh, whether you're with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archived episodes of our show and any other show on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there, the platform of your choice. We're probably there, so there's never an excuse to miss an episode, so make sure you don't. Shout out and Happy New Year to all the shows still currently on the website, Tissue and tape. The Broad Street line, superstars, John Appetit, on the couch with the Wilsons. Uh, shout out to to all of you guys out there. All right, so let's get into these hot topics. Really, it's a hot topic. We're just going to discuss all the fallout from what happened on Monday night. But uh, hot topics are brought to you by MyBookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. guess the first bet you can place is when and where they're going to play this, the, the rest of this game. Um, if you still haven't checked out My Bookie, then it's time to stop wasting time and place a bet, man. Lay down some money on all the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at MyBookie.ag. No excuses. When you win, you get your bread. That's all there's to it. Even in-game live betting is available so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now. My Bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. So whatever you decide to deposit on your first, they're going to match, you know, 50% of that, you know, but, you know, can't go over 1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, one word, all caps, that'll activate your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today, play win, and get your money. That's all there is to it. So, on Monday Night Football, if you weren't watching live, like I wasn't at the time, actually, um, uh, Bill Safety Mar Hamlin collapsed on the field. Um, midway through the first quarter, um, he went into cardiac arrest. Paramedics, uh, the Bills medical staff, and paramedics jumped to the scene and actually gave this this brother nine minutes of CPR to restart his heart live on Monday Night Football. Um, Might have been the scariest thing most of us have, have ever seen on a football field and we've seen some brutal things happen on a football field so you know this is this has pretty much been the talk of sports it's been it's been the news of the week not even just sports um first of all were you brothers watching this live or you know how'd you come across this and what were your thoughts when you saw it is it the scariest thing you've ever seen on a football field
1: um yo I was a. Uh, what do you think?
5: No, I, I I wasn't watching live. I saw the, the replay and um it wasn't it wasn't the scariest thing that I've seen but the context surrounding it made it super scary. Um and it was it, it, in all of this it is somewhat nice to see the humanity of society that came out a little bit for this young man, because I'll tell you the truth, with all that goes on and and we, we
2: talk about it every
5: week, with all that goes on in society and the passing of information, the social media, the addiction, the tension, and you know, all of that, it's like sometimes people don't even feel human. So I, it, it, it was nice to see the outpouring of kind of concern and care on some levels. Um, and and I understand the boy is woken up and, you know, he is recovering. We'll, we'll
4: talk about that. that. We'll get to that. Just, yeah. Let's, let's wrap about, up, you yeah. know, that day. Not like right, you, well, I, wasn't, well, let I let me was actually – Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead
3: then.
1: No, I was just going to say, like, for me, I was actually – um, I was teaching a class when it happened, but we, we, were, we were, uh you know, getting towards the end of it. And my phone was going nutty block. And see that's the thing about being in, you know, Facebook groups and then group text and then <laughs> you group had
5: 65 text. messages
1: and So when it, my, so I'm like, yo, groups. first thing I think of last time my phone went off like that is something Kobe you know, Kobe situation. Right. That's the last time my phone went off like that. So I'm like, all right, something crazy because my John was like, you know, my, my my phone was twerking. So I'm like, yo, something going off. So you know, I grab it and see what happened. I'm like, you know, football injuries happen all the time. Like, why are everybody tripping? So I cut it on and then really get the context of it. And I'm like, oh, this ain't – but that that also – it occurred to me, like, how normalized head injuries and, like, football injuries are. It's right. like, you know, like you they put them on a stretcher they give, they, give, they give you the thumbs up and you're like, all right, let the game – like, you know what I mean? Like, we're so <laughs>
4: – Head injuries, neck injuries, spinal it. injuries.
1: Tell me you all right, homie. Yeah, Cassie having spinal injuries, he would be like, all right, he gave us a thumbs up, we can keep it moving. Right. But, like, you know that what mean? Like I mean? might be the last the thing he ever moved of, in
4: his whole life. And we
5: talking about, all
1: right, let's go. Dog, I got the full context of it. And I'm like, this is a little different. And then when, you, when I saw the players react the way they did, that's when I'm like, oh, this ain't, this ain't like, you know, par for the course. This is something else. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, yeah, that's kind of like what it really brought it home for me.
4: For me, I was, um, I was actually, I was watching the Sixers game and, you know, in, in the chat group, we talking about the Sixers and all that kind of stuff. Monday Night Football, I'm like, you know, i turn to that later. It's going to heat up later. It's probably going to be a shootout between these right. two teams anyway. Um, But even that, like, I, I started missing some of the Sixers game because I got called upstairs because, you know, my, my young boy was getting in trouble, so I had to go upstairs and, mediate that and talk to him and all that kind of stuff. So I come back down from that, didn't take my phone with me. And like, Jimmy, just like you, like, just text alone. I had 26 texts. So before I even started looking at my text, I went straight to the chat group and saw, you know, people talking about this. So then I saw that it was football related and it wasn't related to anything that Sixers did. My first thought was, you know, Joel Embiid and Taurus Me or something. So when I realized it wasn't six related, I turned <laughs> to the game, and like you, like it was different. We we've, we've seen this before, where players are standing around, even standing around crying. We've seen that before, but I got I, I don't want to use the word lucky, but I got lucky enough because they didn't show much, you know, during this whole break, during this whole two hours that they were talking after it happened. They didn't show much in the. In the in terms of like replays, but I think I might've caught the very last replay because after this, I stayed on the channel and they never showed it again. I caught the replay of the actual play, the tackle. And then he um, got up from the tackle and then he collapsed. That's all they would show. They didn't show. I didn't get to see any of the CPR and anybody rushing out there and all that kind of stuff. So after that, it was just them talking the whole time. And the way at this time, at this point, it's all speculation, but the way the tackle went down and the way he collapsed backwards, the first thing I'm thinking to myself, like, that don't look like a head injury. Like, that looked like something else. And to hear that they were giving him CPR, I, my mind started going to other things. Like, I'm thinking, like, on some Hank Gathers-level type stuff. So that's how I was introduced to it. So then the conversations, you know, and all the speculation uh, started stirring Um, And I think everybody was just holding their collective breath that we don't see a player die on the NFL field because I'm sure y'all know and y'all remember we've had this conversation. I'm pretty sure everybody who watches football has had this conversation before in their perspective, in their respective groups. Like it just seems inevitable that one day we're going to see somebody die on the football field, but then when everything broke down with this, we realized this wasn't even really a quote unquote football related injury. And even though all the talk was around the safety of the game and this and that, and this was something, you know, as long as he was exerting that kind of energy, this was probably bound to happen no matter what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Did y'all, I mean, did y'all think that that was a possibility? I mean, because he left, and all the reports were that he was a critical condition. Did y'all think like Man, this listen, is going to I, finally I, be the I, night, no, I, God forbid, that somebody passes away on the football field? Because cause they weren't saying anything. So I didn't know if he left the yeah, game a
2: lot. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I, I thought it was possible.
3: I yeah,
4: I thought it was
1: possible, but it also, it's funny, like not funny, but what's, what's interesting is, Someone has actually already died on the NFL field before, and I didn't even know the full story until this happened. And, you know, people start bringing up history, and I'm like, oh, damn, someone has died on the field before. Um, A player for the Lions back in the day, and the crazy part is they, they put him on a cart, took him off, and kept balling. But, um, yeah. and you know, now, now because of this, I was watching TV. They went and found his widow and asked her. I'm like, oh, man, your media is a piece, yo."
4: Right, um, Dad, because he got you know, tired anyway. of playing for the Lions.
1: He... <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo!
3: <laughs> yeah. Calvin,
4: Barry Sanders, and Calvin Johnson just decided to call it quits. Boy took it. He took it up to hey, another level.
3: Hey,
0: yo! Man, fuck this shit. yo. You
4: know, and now rest <laughs> um, No, but speaking of. Um, you know what people are saying and what you can and cannot say, because you gotta you gotta tiptoe around a situation like this. So I quoted a week, and this quote was tweeted while everything was going on, while the you know the stoppage of the game was going on, and we weren't sure what was actually happening with Damar Hamlin. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. It was from Skip Bayless, um, who is taking all kinds of heat from especially professional athletes, and then, you know, fans take their cues from the athletes. He's been getting killed all week for this. B. Austin, did you hear about this tweet? And if not, hearing me read it, what are your thoughts of Skip saying that, you know, as DeMar Hamlin was... You know land on the ground
5: i heard I heard about the tweet i <laughs> considering the the source, it's not surprising. he live tweets a lot of games
3: hmm.
5: and um I mean, I understand the response, but I also believe that no one could ascertain the gravity of the situation. And so maybe you get a little bit of a pass there, but um,
1: I I ain't gonna hold you.
4: I really don't understand the response. It seemed like it seemed like it's a Skip Bayless response because everybody hates Skip Bayless. I mean, so they say they they, they've been giving his shows mega ratings for years, but everybody claims to hate him. I think if other people said the same thing, there would have been no heat whatsoever. As a matter of fact. Watching the broadcast, which was on the network where it happened, Scott Van Pelt pretty much asked the same question, but everybody was talking about how insensitive he was because he was asking about the game, but it seems like everybody just stopped reading the tweet at a certain point and, and like totally left out the fact that he said at the end, which all seems so irrelevant which he was basically saying, like, okay, and, and if you didn't say it out loud, I mean, come on, if, you were, if you're that vested into the NFL season, you were thinking that. I mean, the fans who were at the stadium, who probably jumped on the bandwagon against Skip Bellis, they waited around in the stands for another 90 minutes or so and had to be told that the game wasn't going to be continued. So what were they waiting for? They were mm-hmm. waiting for the damn action to start back up. But everybody jumped in their yeah, high doors. So- when everybody jumped on the skip, and I don't, and I don't give two s about Skip Bayless, and you know, I really don't care to be defending him on anything, but I just think this is one of those selective outrage moments where you know um, people followed everybody's that, lead. That's,
1: that's that's how it is, though. When you when you're liked, you get you get the benefit of the doubt, and when you're and you know dislike, right, you get you know a lot a lot less than that. Van Pelt
4: and Troy Aikman pretty much asked the same question while we were all sitting here.
1: Yeah, but all those guys are beloved, especially Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt, like, people people love Um, Scott Van Pelt.
5: Pelt, here's the thing: I know it caused a little bit of – it exacerbated exacerbated a little bit of beef that Skip already has with his co-hosts. Right. Um, And,
4: B, that's exactly where I think it came from, because if you notice, most of the people complaining about the tweet were black. So I think they were just waiting for him to say something else. Oh no I, mean, no, thing, about, no!
1: I mean, no. Here's the thing, though. No, no. It was it was a lot bigger than the black ones, like because mm-hmm. even even the white like sportscasters were like he got he was trending on a night when this happened, when every other thing trending was was related I'm, to I'm not yesterday. saying they were you the, see the only his
4: because I think everybody else jumped on the bandwagon because it makes everybody else look good. That's another thing I saw about this Demar Hamlin situation. A lot of people used it to endear themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you can't say certain things and everybody was being so sensitive about the whole thing. I mean, I guess that's what you have to do in this situation, but I, you know, I think a lot of people out there weren't necessarily speaking their whole mind and saw an opportunity. Like we could have easily been like, Oh man, let's get on, let's, you know, let's get back into YouTube right now. Let's go say some sensitive stuff and all of that kind of stuff. And, purposely tried to use this to endear us. So I think a lot of people did that and I think a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon of the first villain that they could pretty much find. But you know.
1: Other than you me saying they, that, you know get bells. <laughs> like, No but 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 then um Yo you talking? About him? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm yo, just trying
4: to for anybody listening, yo, and saying, I'm, like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to let them know how much I don't really care about, dude. I just like the situation just kind of rubbed me the wrong way.
1: But yo, and yeah. to your point, you said you said that people say they hate him, but they give him ratings. But that's why they give him ratings. Like <laughs> they, yo, hate sells. <laughs> yo, hate sells. Yo, yeah. it's 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 kind of it's kind of what, what Floyd realized. Like yo, hate love is all the same energy. It's just different sides of it. So hate sells. People literally sit and watch his show just dude, to criticize dude, dude, every word he says. to his opinion. Yo, they do. They literally do. They what? tune in to hate on his opinion. They literally, um, it,
5: but the they thing is, when people Twitter,
3: realize, like,
4: if you really hate the dude, because so many people ask for him to be fired because of this tweet. Well, he would be fired if y'all didn't watch his show out of hatred. <laughs> like, if
0: you didn't give him yeah, ratings, but, but, they're but, going but, to but, let but, him go.
1: But here's what's going to happen let's just say for argument sake he got fired. You know, a couple months will pass and then you'll see that the whole, the, the the new narrative will be, man, it ain't the same without Skip, man. We need Skip back. The same people that hate him. Mm. Like, again, hate and love is all, it's all the same energy, man. And all people want is energy, man. If you can draw folks that hate you and love you, it's all the same. But so, I mean, but I, I, <laughs> overall with that story though, like it definitely was selective outrage. People ask the same questions. Um, you know, funny thing is Whitlock kind of said the same thing, but people hate him, but he just not he just not skilled, so it didn't yeah. resonate the same way. But he wanted it to; he'd be trying,
4: yo. Yeah, he—he he wants that kind of yeah. energy, but yeah, yeah, but he wants—he wants the, more haters. The tweets—the tweets been the tweets crazy. I think To said, you know told him he the was the most despicable
0: most despicable tweet Darth Gardner seen. was
4: like Darth Gardner tweeted are you I'm seriously a, talking about when the football game should be postponed DeMar Hamlin's health is all that matters at the moment nothing else he said it's all irrelevant um Des Bryan said we need to cancel skip Bellas ASAP uh Isaiah Thomas the fake one he said I hope they fire you bro for you to even think of the game is very sad um, and I'm sitting here like, like, like watching Scott Van Pelt say the exact same thing. I know he was like,
1: I'm glad yeah. like,
4: you know, nobody noticed
1: that. <laughs> Yo, T.O. Timeline is trash because that's the most despicable thing you've ever seen on Twitter, dog, your timeline you know. trash. <laughs> I see some, some despicable right
4: stuff. Like, do you not follow yeah, Donald Trump? Yeah. Do you not follow Kanye? Like, who are you not following? Huh? Do you not follow your wide receiver brethren? Antonio Brown, he tweeted some despair in his life.
1: Yo, and A.B. So... beat the chick that, you know what I'm saying, popping him <laughs> off like that.
0: <laughs> no, man. <no, no>, no.
4: <laughs> but you can't ask about the game. All right, so I, there's something else here. I'm going to play all this clip. The clip is kind of long, so at some point I'm going to cut it off because I don't have that much longer to talk about it. But they've been, this has been making the rounds kind of going viral. It's from a, a show, Cleveland's the Cleveland Sports Show. Um, I think the host who was on this little rant, his name is Garrett Bush, um, black dude on the show. It looked like he might have been the only black dude of, like, four or five dudes on the panel. And he went in the other day. This whole thing is making its rounds, and it's going under a caption that says, the truth about the DeMar Hamlin situation that no one is discussing. Um, take a listen
0: Can y'all hear that? able to make feels about it let's be keep it real why we don't talk about the stuff that matters this young man you want to know you want to know how, how what does he need to know about him he's 24 years old right he got a contract for $160,000 that's his bonus and he earns $825,000 this year you say Jesus why are you talking about this man's money because guess what he's been in the league two years That means he's not vested. That means if he never plays another down in his life, he don't get another check for the NFL. Let's be clear about
4: Most people have heard this already. It's, it's, the whole clip is like six minutes long. We're not going to listen to the whole thing. But the point of it, he goes on to say, once he gives all the numbers for the disability and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, um, when he finally pipes down, one of his co-hosts comes in and tries to say to him, well, you know, a big reason for that is that the NFLPA leadership is terrible, and they keep going in here negotiating these deals that are giving the player the short end of the stick. And he cut him off and said, I don't want to hear about negotiations. This is about doing the right thing. You shouldn't have to, you know, you know, your players shouldn't have to play under these circumstances. Owners should do the right thing to take care of their guys. Now. What do you all think about that? Because we've had this conversation plenty of times, too, and I think a lot of people – I don't disagree with anything he said. I mean, of course, that's how it should be. That's how it could be. But wealthy business owners really didn't become wealthy business owners, or at least they didn't sustain their wealth by doing business, quote-unquote, doing things the right way. This is America. This is a capitalist country, so they're going to do whatever they can do to, to protect themselves while giving the bare minimum that they can from the negotiations. Um, and it is up to the NFLPA to to get what's best for their players' union. Now, at the same time, you keep hearing people talk about how football is such a violent sport, and they don't have guaranteed contracts and uh, You know They're one hit away from their career ending. And like I was talking to y'all about in the chat earlier, I think them leading with that all the time is what actually sets them back. Like if you're asking why they don't have guaranteed contracts, the owners, their very answer could be because their career could be over with the next hit. So in a game so violent, how many people will be walking around here? How much money will these owners be giving out to people who never step foot on the field again? It sounds crazy. It sounds like it's less than humane, but this is business. And if these players and the players' union, if they stop signing up and stop trotting their asses out there to play under conditions that they find less than humane, then maybe something could have been or could be done about it. But as long as they're going to keep negotiating and getting what they can get and keep going out there – like what leverage do they yeah. ever have in this situation? You, a, you,
0: well, well, a, a couple things, a couple covered. things, Because we
4: all in our feelings. I'm mad too. I buddy.
1: know
0: that. Yo, that, yo,
1: that's part of this. Be awesome. I'm, ain't telling any lies. Try, yo.
0: Yeah, he,
5: yeah.
1: only, only because I'm not rolling. He, yo, he did the right. whole
5: segment by himself. Good.
1: Yo, I'm not cause cause sitting there like, the yo, which part of am a to comment on? But yo, real quick though, the thing about it is like, if you work, if you work, if you work in McDonald's and, you know, after a year, if someone comes in and, and, and kills you, then is McDonald's now responsible for all the things that he wants the NFL to be responsible for? The reason that he makes 800000 and has a $160,000 bonus is because that's what the marketplace says that he deserves based upon what he's doing, right? If a teacher something happens to a teacher after one year, they don't get disability. They don't get all the, all the things that you talked about and they don't also get $160,000 bonus. So they also don't make $800,000 a year because the marketplace says they don't get that. I mean, I understand where he's coming from, Dude, but military. what leverage <laughs> do the players you really have? Folks are going to go out there and play football. Like you, you're, you're never going to be able to have them to stand up and get everything that they, that they think they deserve. And, and whether they deserve it or not is a whole different conversation because you are well compensated for the things that you do. The average person in this country makes like $57,000 a year. You've already made 10 times the average person's So sal- you made 10 years of salary just this year. So, I mean, like it's, it's all different ways that you could look at what he's saying. I get it. I, I Listen, man, I, I pray for the brother. I want, I want people to get right. as much as humanly possible, which is why we celebrate when they, when they uh, get these contracts and get as much money as they do. We celebrate that. But at the end of the day, this is this is this is capitalism. This is a market. The market determines all those things.
4: Yeah, no no doubt. Um it's it's just unrealistic and it's, you know fan speak always gets like that. So like six different people sent me this 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 clip saying like, you know, yo, yo, this is this is it right here. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds good. And I'm with the brother about what, what, being what, what? angry about certain things, but Obviously, you know he's never didn't done anything in the in the business world before because it just yeah. doesn't work off happy feelings and nice guys like it's just not how it works.
5: Go ahead, B. M. Business, business, and the ethics of business are different from the ethics of humanity, right? So we're looking at but, this
1: real quick, Before you before you even finish, B. Austin. Like, but from a humanity standpoint. I don't even mm-hmm. see the argument on that side for what this brother is saying. Like, if he, like listen, cuz again, all depends upon perspective. Mm-hmm. This is this is a freak accident, but like we've been playing football for what 75 years. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at this from a pure data from a pure data standpoint, like
0: mm-hmm. he's been good. You know what I'm no, saying it's Like a, it's doesn't a, happen it's,
5: a, it's, a a, it's a it's a it's a it's a nuance again, this is going to be one of my, my favorite sayings of 2023. It's a nuanced <laughs> conversation with multiple layers, right? So So it's easy to to simplify this, right? From a human point of view, I want for someone else what I want for myself. I want you to consider if this were to happen to me, this is what I would want done, so I'm going to treat the other human being as such. Now, now that 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 soft shit is said, sitting there like baby poo, (laughs) let me back up. And address it from a <laughs> come on man, and address it from a business perspective. To your point, Dev, what Homie was saying shows clearly and concisely, first thirty seconds, maybe forty five, he has no business action because the interests of the ownership is not aligned with the interests of the players the players' association, and definitely not the individual players' safety. So now you're really talking about the the business culture of football. I'm paying men to go out on the field, risk their lives, risk their long-term health for my entertainment, and I'm paying them. Jimmy brought up market value. I'm paying them handsomely to do so because and they keep signing up to do it <laughs> and they keep, they keep signing up to do it and now in the information age where information is readily available data is readily available they're aware more than ever of the risks. so now we can even go to the players association if if they had unity and they stood up they could force ownership to give them better working terms they could right. do with the the train worker or train engineers unions got together and did or, or tried to do with with the railroads right you can do that with, but to to jimmy to but, your earlier point but the players i got a role. never
4: hold your thought real quick because i got a roll. roll like in that situation though no. It's not even the same because you know trained rail workers and all that. That turns things into a dire situation. You know what I'm saying? In Mm -hmm. football, first of all, everybody, you know, contrary to popular belief, everybody in y'all know this. Everybody in the NFL isn't rich. You know what I'm saying?
0: So you're Mm
4: -hmm. not going to get everybody on board, even if they did want to strike. I was about about you you about to steal
5: another one of my points earlier. But the top, the top ten percent of NFL players are not the same as the other ninety. But go ahead.
4: Right. right.
5: So they're not in the same the financial situation. At bracket, the end of the
4: day, even if they did, because it's not like we haven't had strikes before. Even if they did, and we saw are just going to go out and find the next batch of players who want to play scabs.
0: Right. They've done it already. We're remember no leverage. right?
4: So there is no leverage whatsoever. So for everybody out here sharing this video and co-signing with dudes saying it's just, it's great. We would love for it to be that way. To me, it's the most unrealistic five-minute rant. Again, somebody capitalizing, making themselves, he, he's a superstar now. Nobody's ever heard of this show until yesterday. He's a superstar. He's beloved. Everybody's sharing this stuff. But it's a crock of shit.
5: <laughs> yes, we fool. It's not. It's not going to be yo, yo it's unrealistic. Is I holler. <laughs> it's it's, right, it's super. Yeah, it's super. So so now you know that that Shig Luch is going. Let let Styles pee and Jada rock. So it, <laughs> it, it, it's almost it's almost like <sighs> for for me for me I don't want to speak. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. For me, you have to attack the fabric of the game and go there, right? Because the game is a brutal game to begin with. Like you're you're talking about 240 to 270, 280, hell, sometimes up to 330. Shout out to Linval Joseph. Pound men coming together at high speed repeatedly time after time after time after Small, two 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 small stats about the specifics of a game. An NFL play in the trenches is the equivalent of a car wreck at 25 miles an hour. That's number one. Yeah. Check that stat. That's not Poma. Number two, allegedly, and you'll have to confirm this, but on average, someone is injured in an NFL football game once every seven plays. The game's
1: been brutal. The game's been yeah. brutal.
5: It it it's been brutal. That's but, why their roster.
1: Yeah. But again, that's why you look at their salary in in comparison to, you know, other salaries. Like they get paid for that. That that's why they get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get paid no, no, no. I'm I'm with you. I'm with. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying all of that. that. And these dudes know these risks. You
5: can deny the risk. You can. Put your head in the sand, you can block it out of your mind. But you feel you feel as though that eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars is worth it. Or that million dollars yeah, is part worth is,
0: it.
1: They love to talk about the risk though when they're trying to make themselves sound tough. You know what I mean? I talk yeah. about life on the line every time I suit up. Like they they that's like so cliche in yeah. the league. Like yeah. you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. Yeah, you know, shout to Dev with the pull out early, man. Me and B Austin will be here. we will probably be done in like twenty minutes, but we're here though. And that's all that matters, man. Ah. Um, <laughs> I had to pull out early. That's what she said. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, right. yo! But let's move. On. Let's move on, though. Shout out to uh, out to Neil and Um, guys in the chat. Manil made a point that I, I want to comment on. She said that wrestling taught us that love hate is all the same, and that's absolutely true. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to the attitude error. Because, you know, it literally was the same, like. But, you know, anyway, with that being said. Um,
5: the attitude era was when Hulk Hogan stopped wearing yellow, that corny-ass yellow and red, and put put the black on and dyed his beard.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm just asking. Yo, yo, the stat of the week, right? Um stat of the week is the NBA, the association. There was 19 50-point games in the NBA last season, right? 19 in all mm-hmm. seasons. They've already been fourteen so far this season, and we're not even at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. People are scoring like crazy. We got 60 point games. So many, it's so many fifty-point games. Jojo put up fifty-nine. Like it's 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 just it's insane. And this past week, Donovan Mitchell went out there and put up arguably the second greatest offensive performance in the history of basketball. Like. I don't think people really understand what he did, statistically speaking. He was more efficient mm-hmm. than anyone ever. He was more efficient scoring. I, I saw a stat. He was more efficient scoring 71 than anybody has ever been scoring, like, 63. Like, people that score 63 aren't, in the history of the game aren't as efficient as he was scoring 71. Not only that, mm-hmm. my guy had double-digit assists on the same night that he scored 71. So he was responsible for a total of 99 points. Which is number two to only Wilt. Wilt was responsible for hundred and four points the night that he scored hundred, he also had two assists. But Yo, Donovan was, was responsible for ninety nine points. Yo, my man um, Wilt has hundred points and two assists. Do
5: we wanna talk do we wanna talk specifically about how great how great the individual performances were? Or do we want to talk about why they're happening and the belief that Defense is being legislated out of all sports for the satisfaction of the casual fan and the instant gratification society.
0: I, <laughs> I think
1: that's part of it. I think that's part of it, but we also have to acknowledge that there's never been more skill in the NBA than it is now. Like I watch some of these dudes play and like just from a pure from a pure skill standpoint. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I kinda said it last week. I watched Kyrie play and I hated to say it, but Kyrie might be the single most skilled player I've ever seen play basketball. Dude is brilliant, mm-hmm. um, despite that he plays when he wants to, and he lives in his own world. But on the basketball court, and he doesn't even, wear he's deodorant. Like, yeah, like, you know, and I know he, you know, on the Sebi diet and all that, but, but Kyrie, from a basketball standpoint, but I watch the NBA night in and the night out, and I'm just like, I, and it's getting even more skilled. I'm watching highlights of Frenchie. I'm like, is he supposed to come into the league? But we got seven-footers out there with handles. That can move who are athletic, quick. Yo. It's it's it's, it's yeah, this, 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 you, me is this you're, saying,
5: you're saying all that, I'm gonna give you one instance. That that is it's known but it's it's obscure at this point. Yo. Two one year no, two years ago, a middle aged man scored fifty. Now you would think that it's Jordan, but I said two years ago, not twenty. Yo, did you did you see Jamal Crawford go for like fifty two at like thirty nine years old.
1: I do remember, but that wasn't two years ago, was it? Yeah. He just retired.
5: He was sitting on the couch, they called him in. He was averaging like seven points a game, doing nothing, and one night he just caught fire and just like put on a skills demonstration for the ages. And like damn near yeah, 40. I mean, he
1: he he belongs in today's NBA. Like prime he, oh, Jamal man. Crawford belongs in Today's NBA,
5: Gilbert. I had to explain to one of our uh, one of your proteges why Gilbert rides so hard for this generation it was because his career was cut short and he can relate to the, today's player more than he can his era or before.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's some some guys just you know come along at, at certain times. Like when you look at some of the big dudes who are big deuce now. Back in the '80s, they probably would have been, you know, that guy, like, you know, um, what's, what's old boy name that started the pandemic?
5: Rudy, Rudy Jokic, Rudy Jokic. Yeah, he
1: playing in the wrong, playing in the wrong time. Yeah, but, I think he'd have been um, a bitch
5: back then too.
1: I mean, it's possible too because he is kind of soft, pause. But uh, yeah, the NBA is just in a different place right now, man. Real quick though. Um, just got a message. I'm looking at this message like <laughs> let's backtrack real quick to the uh, to the Bengals or the Bungles, the Bungles, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, situation with Buffalo. Um, do you put any responsibility for that situation on T Higgins? Because I saw people coming Hell at him no. too. Hell yeah. no. that okay. was just, just a, again. I,
5: yeah. Hell
3: no. He's and I saw wrong. Hamlin's.
1: I saw Hamlin's father come out. And tell people to chill with that narrative. He said he'd talk he would actually talked to him, did. met with him, um, and it was just a freak accident. But you know, yo, know, in something said earlier, like everybody is uh, using this to kind of like you know go viral, and that's the thing. Yo, know, everybody loves attention, so they find ways to say the most provocative things or come up with a new take. And sometimes it gets disgusting. It gets real nasty out there. Can I, so, can I
5: ask, I'm going to ask you, I want to ask you a fundamental question based mm-hmm. on conversations we've had in the past set against today's backdrop and some of the things that I hear you say now. I say that we're in a different place in time in human evolution. And you've always said, well, these things have been here. All right, here's why I say that. Or, or here's where I'm what I'm driving at. I think more people now, now more than ever, people are more concerned with the adulation and attention they get from what they do than the actual art, craft, or science of their activity or profession. Now, I, I understand think what
1: that you're that saying, that leads, but my, my, perspective, my perspective is a little different because I think that all goes back to ego. And I don't think I don't think mm-hmm. ego is no different now than it's ever been. And I also understand that. Um, yo, I, it's funny. I saw a tweet today which I, I thought was hilarious. It said back in the day mm-hmm. when we were in school, right? They would mm-hmm. separate the, the, the smart kids in one class, you know, the average kids in one class, and the real slow kids in another class. And it said so you
5: talking about the guys that just carried a folder and stayed in the same class all day?
1: <laughs> yeah. but the tweet said. Social media changed that. We all are here together, which is why you see so much craziness, right? And I, I thought it was pretty really funny. <laughs> yo, post that so, for, yo, that's thought, the
5: greatest tweet. I might not even agree with know, it, but that's the greatest tweet in the history of Twitter.
1: <laughs> yo, so I thought it was pretty funny, but I was thinking about it. Like, a lot of it is because people just have a place to express these opinions. It's not like people had uh, weren't worked this ridiculous before. It's just that. We weren't able to see how ridiculous people are. Humans are their humans. Humans were, were their always thoughts be humans. Were
5: equally their thoughts were ridiculous, but they didn't get an opportunity to manifest and wish for and start. us to see.
1: Yeah, you know how sometimes they say like, if you don't. So that, don't that in and up, of it itself has things. to
5: change things. The fact that yeah. it's now out in the open, like yo, I could think she could walk by and I could think something, but now I take a picture of it and tweet it or yeah. IG it,
1: yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I just think that, that that's my perspective. I think humans have always been this ridiculous. It's just that we never had a place to show people just how ridiculous we are.
5: Yo, chicks watch porn, and they thought, yo, I wonder if I could do that with someone. Nah, I'm not a trollop. Now they got OnlyFans. Every girl could be a <laughs> <only> star.
1: <laughs> Listen, man. They, you know, the platform. You you build it, and they will come. Uh, no pun intended. But yo, real quick though, let's let's, let's move on. <laughs> yo, qualified
5: wives are at an
1: all-time low. <laughs> yo, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely wild out here, dog. Like, yeah, no, oh, different, man. No, it is. It is, man. And, and TikTok, no, I'm a chill, man. Yo, it, it was a thing going around a day where I don't know if we saw this, but on Facebook. Chicks was putting their cougar, like the little cougar cats, in this in their stories. It was like a trend. What? It was trending. What? It was a thing on fa- on Facebook of all of all places. It went a little 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 crazy today. There was a trend where people were daring like ladies were taking pictures of their, you know, of their hoo ha. You know what I mean? Their tacos. Yo. You know. And placing it in their stories. So you would have to literally go up to the top of the Facebook page, and click on the story, and several, several, and this is going on across the country, by the way. And I was like, hold up! All you gotta do is call someone a challenge, dog. That's all you gotta do. Yo. They they, they 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 brought the wildest to Facebook, dog. Facebook's supposed to be a safe place. No. Yo.
5: It was Moms and aunties was it was it was it was
1: nappy Dug Ops on a Facebook page today, yo. Yeah, it. absolutely. Anyway, man, I know I'm wow. like, what, y'all like, what does this guy do with sports? It's, it's sports and culture, man. That's what we do. Anyway, man, real quick, though, if you want to call You in don't got to explain yourself, it's
2: your show. And
1: you got to Press one when prompted. Um, I know that uh, Tobias is on the line. We're going to get him on in a second. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to move on, though. We're going to talk about, you know, things that happen while you were on the grind. And once I, once I introduce this, Tobias, to I'll bring you right on. But, you know, it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the grind, which is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. You know what I'm saying? If you or your business see a custom website, you got to hit up Digital Extreme Tech. That number is two six seven two zero five four two zero three. or go to DigitalExtremeTech.com. So, um, you know, we've got to talk about these grind topics, and let's get to it. So, the only story that I want to talk about real quick is Ja Morant, man. Ja Morant is being sued for allegedly pinching a team during a hoop game at his Tennessee home. So, my man had a hoop game at a Tennessee home and had beef with a, a t- First of all, what are you talking about shooting with a team? How, how old is Ja at this point? I don't even know how old Ja is at this point. Ja is ja, ja like 22. I guess it depends upon just how old this gentleman was. Maybe he's 19, maybe, but the way the stories are, it says teen. So, you know what I mean? But what's Matter fact, let's get Tobias to get his opinion on this, man. Jos ja, 23. You know, he says 23? Yeah, Josh's ja 23. All right, let's, get to, let's, let's get Tobias on. The line, <laughs> hey, hey hold, one on one hold. hold on one second.
2: Hold on one second. Hey, what's first. up? Yeah,
5: yeah. What's hey, up, what's Tobias going man? on, How are you? How are up, you, man? man? You on there? You on live, bro?
2: Yo, all right, I'm I got to touch with you. I'm treating you, man. Man, hey, you know, I like the big groove, guy. I'm staying away from the milk, man. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, first things first, y'all talking about, like, the players today at the NBA, part of it is this: how the game is played and guys taking 100%. from each generation and learning from it, you know. And uh, <laughs> But also, I thought heard Bill Simmons say this on the pod. It's like he thinks, like, now – with the way the spacing is now, players and coaches have mastered that spacing and how to attack it. Because like also said defense, you can't guard nobody now. If you isolate it or do what Luca does say, hey, campaign, I want you to guard me. <laughs> it, it, but it does take a lot of skill to put up a lot of talent, put up 50 points. And also, it takes a dumbass coach like Billy Donovan to double Donovan Mitchell when he's red hot like that. But anyway, I'll give you a yo, on the Bulls.
1: But. But yo, but the crazy, crazy part about that, Tobias, which was, this is what made his um, performance. Because I was watching the game, like, I think it was uh, uh, Miz in our chat, who was like, yo, Donovan's going crazy. I think at the at that point he had like 40 or something. And I cut it on, and I'm watching it. I'm like, even when they ran a double his way, he made the pass. He had 11 assists. I'll
2: take it. it was, I'll take it. So, hey. so,
1: so I'm like he was he was making the pass and they was knocking shots down, right? So it's like you got to live with it, yo. No, you, I understand your perspective, but but you're right in terms of what you said about spacing. Also, the game is is global now, right? So now you got skilled guys coming from all over the world to play this sport, and when you Jeremy. look at the, you know, when people when when a um, when, uh, freak uh, said a couple months ago that the top um you know foreign players would beat the top american players a lot of folks like you know jumped and got defensive but i don't think he said nothing too crazy he's right
2: because the it ain't that american nba players are more skilled it's the foreign players who are more skilled
1: look cause people I say think everybody at, is though
2: yeah but 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 here's what i'm getting at all like the casuals are all athleticism, like you know how I feel. It ain't solely athleticism. Everybody gets more athletic generation. But like, we got two, I always say this, we got two fat euros with man boobs cooking, cooking colored dudes, cooking them. Can't jump over notebook paper. But that's called skill and fundamentals. And, and I think that, like, that uh, certain things, yes, guys are jacking up more threes. A lot of guys can hang on the rock, you know, but at the same time, it's still those skills and those fundamentals that goes a long way, because I always say this, Tyra Thomas should be in the Hall of Fame then we're going by strictly athleticism, <laughs> you know, um, but I get what you're saying, and like, it is cool seeing that, but man, it's just impossible to guard anybody now, too, because especially now when you're switching, and they switch everything, it don't let me forget that Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard gonna let Reggie Jackson switch on Luca real easy that time,
3: <laughs> you know, but um,
2: <laughs> yeah, Kawhi, they want that, <laughs> but one thing I want to touch on, y'all that, like uh DeMar Hamlin, right? I think the part that kills me is that people start making these cockamamie theories about the vaccine. Uh, start talking about that. People make it in a war on football with cheerleading. And, like, soccer has a lot in their share of concussions as well. Because we we would go to school every time every other week you saw a cheerleader with a sling on arm, <laughs> you know, or a head injury. Yeah. Football is just a yeah. buggy man. That,
1: yeah. that was probably from a boyfriend that played football at NCT. Anyway, but no, go ahead, though.
2: Yeah, but to everybody making it a award on football. This was a freak health element that is a one in a million thing, and I'm glad that young man is doing okay. Uh, but it is a violent game. You cannot legislate a violent game. It's like you cannot legislate boxing to such, such a degree or MMA. Because, like, for instance, Dana White when he took over UFC, well, not, he's not talk about him and his wife right now. I was about but to say, they, he not
1: let him see him rumbling with his wife, though.
2: But he he went from fair hand fighting to having to wear gloves. And those guys will start to fight immediately when they see it going downhill.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. with
2: boxing the same way, he can only do so much. But it's also an a assumed risk with a job. Because here's the thing. A lot of guys would take on tough, dangerous jobs which football players not in the top ten the most dangerous that uh to make sure their
1: children have a better, easier life. A better life. I know life. I know I know people I know people who um aren't aren't military but they work, say, engineers and things like that who go into war zones because of the hazard pay they get. Oh like, yeah. They did they that run, when I was
0: yeah, they know the real. know in.
1: that che- that check is crazy. They be they be making yeah. like three hundred thousand, like you know, for working for like three months. Crazy numbers. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because when I was active, i was supposed to go to Afghanistan, but a, a white boy switched me for Turkey. He was a patriot. I was like, hell yeah, you just had this hazardous duty paid in Afghanistan. I like having my legs. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, yo, and dudes
1: I'm talking it, about weren't even dudes I'm talking about aren't even in the military. They get these jobs for these like, um, engineering firms, yeah,
2: contractors.
1: Yeah, those contractors—they yeah, pay them yeah, crazy yeah. amounts look, of money. But uh, the fact y'all is, know y'all,
2: just,
5: y'all know
1: one. Y'all yeah. know one. Yeah, I know a couple folks that that, that have done okay. that. I'm like, yo, but but it, but that that's that assumed risk, though. That that's what you're talking about when you like, look, I know it's a risk, but at the end of the day, if I get through this, I'm gonna get this money. Yes, because especially in our community,
2: who's out here actually don't having us get a hundred, even a hundred thousand dollars. You know. And a lot of these yeah. people ain't came up with nothing. Even like he was like, cause my barber, right, his son played college football like at Northern Arizona. He knew he wasn't making the league. He was just like, I just want to have his college paid for,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know. Uh, and I just think that certain things, people make that assume risk. But also, yeah. we we seen a, see a lot of basketball players needing back and knee problems. Uh, we seen, and plus, look at this. Hank Gathers died on the court in a conference championship game. Heart issue. Reggie Lewis died in the just working out. Yeah, Bad things you know. happen to good people. Yes, and, but no one's making a war on basketball. I just think football became a boogeyman by Will Smith and his bad accent. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know. Uh, well, no. I, I, well, no. I, I think that. I think that it's it's a lot to that, right? So it's it's be awesome. We'll say that's a nuanced conversation because it's a whole lot. It's not just. Um, that they're picking on football and leaving everything else alone. Football historically has just treated people in such a way. And football, like when you look at its roots and, and also how owners uh, have historically treated their players, they it's like in the NBA, that's that's like a true partnership. When you talk about what the players get versus what the owners and all that get, they have like a true <laughs> partnership. And the players uh, have a little bit more power. Football has never been that way. Football is, is you know, you do what I say. Because a lot you know of what it else has else? its roots in, in military. Yep, and you know what else? Also,
2: people forget. Look how many times the NBA had players that were like, hey, we're gonna get locked out. The baseball, they have to shut down the World Series, and Tony Quinn was going for 400 that year. High, uh, mm-hmm. shut it down. The NFL won because of salaries, but at the same time, they. This should have been 20, 30 years ago of them fighting and keep going because why we still have a franchise tag? Um, why ain't they more guarantees, but they, but they get to smoke weed and practice less. Yep. But, 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 but but they get to smoke weed and practice less. That's what they wanted. And, but see, sometimes you have to be willing to shut it down, but those, but there's so many guys who's like, man, I'm only getting 200 K. It's my only shot knowing that, you know, they're they going to cross that line. But sometimes you know what you've got to do? Let them cross that line then for the greater good. You sometimes think about you it. to what
1: other it. What other discernible skill do some of these guys have where they can go out and make six, seven figures with the skill sets and the knowledge that they have? What else are they, cool. they going to do? Who's actually going to give them the
2: opportunity also? That's another thing because, you know, us, we may have the knowledge and skills but ain't getting the opportunity. But that's a whole different conversation.
1: That's <laughs> who. Um, that's who.
2: Yeah, because let's just be honest here. Who's, who's willing like, look at LeBron, right? Who would have taken him in to adopt him, let stay in that house if he wasn't 6'9", 260? <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs>
2: or, 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 or KD, all business though. KD could have a college degree right now, but who going to sign up to help him out with his business too? Unless he was Katie, the basketball player.
1: No, nah, but, but listen, this this is what it is. This is what it is. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, so. I, I, but I understand why the whole the whole thing with football. But again, this is also everything is more salacious in twenty twenty three, um, because everybody oh. is looking to get clicks. So people go above and beyond and, and take everything. Everything is blown out of proportion in twenty twenty three, um, because it's about clicks. Everything's about clicks, man. It is, because here's the thing, like that video y'all was talking about, I saw it, I'm like, yeah,
2: you got it right, but at the same time, it's like, look, man, this take the time to bring that up. Why didn't you bring that up last month or the summer, <laughs> you know? Why didn't you bring it up then? That's my thing. But, uh, but the thing about that game also, man, they should just call it a tie and keep it moving, to be honest with you. I thought that when they played it. And then, like, even your boy Skip, right? He's taking a beat. I understood what he said. It was just clunky. You know, but everybody wanted to make attention oh, and yeah. Shannon Sharp out here grandstanding and stuff like that. Like, damn, I'm on green with Jason Whitlock. But, uh,
1: <laughs> but everybody's everybody trying exactly to stand. What he's doing. Yeah, Sharp knows exactly what he's doing. What happened, like, To me, my perspective in watching them two go at it is, like, Skip gave Shannon a shot because he put him on. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shannon, Shannon, like, you know, found his groove, got his following. So it's kind of like, you know, I don't need you no more. I don't see how they work long-term.
2: I don't either. And my thing is, if I'm Shannon, I will not be that way because you never know how things happen. Look how they came after Stephen A that time. You know, it may sound good now, but, you know, but people just hate Skip, right? So everybody jumped yeah. on him. I just think that, like with that situation, sometimes it's just—it's another lesson is sometimes it's okay to be silent <laughs> and let things play out a little bit first.
0: Yeah,
2: and yeah. and then, and then I heard about his charity, right? And my thing was that was mm-hmm. that was over twenty twenty, and all he wanted to, like just a goal of twenty five hundred. And I think it was reported. Jason Brown said this. Why will not folks donate, Who, if they knew about it, donating to it then? Even Bills fans.
1: Well. I get it. I get why, right? Because this was such a traumatizing event that, yeah. and I've seen people say this, like they felt like they, they were, they felt powerless, right? One of the things about humans and human nature is we love control. And when you see this, when you see this, you know, it's, it's football. So everybody's watching football. Everybody loves football. Everybody felt powerless because there's literally nothing we can do but other than wait and pray. There's nothing we can do. So the one thing we can control is, all right, well, let's let's do something good for this dude while he's fighting for his life. Like, so I get it. They felt power. That's literally the only thing they could do in that moment was, you know, give to this man's charity. Like, what else could they do? And that's kind of what that was about.
2: And we don't hear the good sometimes what owners do sometimes. Because even on the Bengals, uh, you remember, I think it was Devin Steele, whose daughter had those cancer treatments for all those years. Yeah. Even though Paul Brown, they, was still, they still had him on the health insurance. Man,
5: you've spoken like a true Alabama fan, brother. You, you no, no. no.
2: no. <laughs>
0: hey, hey,
2: Davis still went to Penn State, but what I'm saying is that, uh, I ain't saying all owners are perfect, but what I'm saying is that you know, sometimes we don't hear the good and the bad. And I ain't saying like, you, you hey, kind of get the, what man, I'm saying.
1: Like, 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 like B. Austin says, man, that's a nuanced conversation, man. Like, you Listen, man, everybody got a little good in them. Some people got bad in them. Some people have more than, you know. Jeffrey Lurie's bad, bad. I'll
2: tell you that right now.
5: The Fuhrer did a couple good things. That don't mean he's yeah, not the Fuhrer.
2: Hey, the, the best thing, he's about to give Jalen Hurts $40 million. But, uh, you know, but. He ain't got no choice.
1: He ain't got no choice. He ain't,
2: he ain't got a choice for real. But. You know, uh, but this story, though, it just showed because my thing was I saw all these people talking about, oh, the vaccine. I'm like, that man's mother was in the crowd and watched her son almost die in front of her. And all these folks ain't expressing no sympathy toward this woman or, or like, his father, but talking about, well, could be the COVID vaccine, could be COVID. You know, that vaccine, the COVID-mandated vaccine. Meanwhile, David Price but- drunk a fifth of crown and ate McDonald's.
1: Listen, anti-vaxxers are going to be anti-vaxxers. They going, they going. This, is, I've come to the point where I understand that this is just part of life now. Like, it's it's like it's like the entertainment when anything happens, they want to blame Rock Nation. It's the same thing. Like when things happen, they'll just blame the vaccine. Like, you know, call when ya- when, when, ya- when, when, Trump, right. when Trump loses, yeah. Like I every, every oh, oh my god, she be <laughs> she be in her ten, ten, ten <laughs> she too woke. To go
2: back to sleep. <laughs> didn't, she, didn't a, she didn't even put put that sunshade down and go to sleep, but uh but you're right Yeah, cause yeah, you know stories like this actually kinda of highlights how society is. And um and, uh, and the one thing I did like and I always tell a buddy of mine was at a barber shop watching it, watching what it happened. And I feel sorry for T Higgins. T Higgins just did a routine tackle and folks trying to blame him. Hey that, and the ailment was it was something like if you get hit at the right time, the right palpitation. And uh it just happened. It's an accident. I was like, This man is hurting right now and folks trying to blame him. Actually this you know, this is an accident. He he didn't do a head shot. He just did a routine tackle yeah. and it and it just and it's it's messed up that way. But I'm glad the young man looks like he's doing better. But people yeah. trying to make solutions over something that there is no solution to because guess what, football numbers are going down. But they say, even though I think you shouldn't play tackle to high school, I think uh, I don't think six year olds should be playing tackle football. Uh, you know, but yeah, at the same time, Robert Edwards tore his knee up playing uh, flag football in the sand. So
1: people are gonna hear that. I, I, I've heard that too. That in youth, in the youth uh, ranks, that the football, the non people playing football is going down. But as long as people is, is kicking out them salaries, man, we gonna find. Like, listen, you'll have more people coming from different countries to play. They gonna play football.
2: I wasn't too hard on the NFL, like with stuff like that, because Joe Buck wasn't saying nothing. People weren't. Now it's like ESPN. Just, just, just cut away to like uh to like one of those thirty for thirties, y'all, air or something. Cause there ain't nothing to say. But uh, there, it is like that. Like if someone almost died on the field, I don't think there's a handbook for that, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, they, uh, yeah, but that's nothing that happens normal. That's not normal occurrence. What are you supposed to do? Like, what? Yeah, what are you supposed to do?
2: Yeah, and, uh, because people don't who never play football don't know this. You get hurt in practice, they move the ball up ten, fifteen yards, and uh, and what and like one shout out to that medical team though. They saved that man's life. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: And, uh. But I just want people to understand, sometimes there ain't no perfect yeah, solution. That's real. that's real. There ain't no perfect solution because you kick like football. There, you know, even head injuries, like like someone like Tua. I think Tua should retire. You know. 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. He can work radio for Alabama and still live a good life. You know, he loved out there. But uh, I just think that sometimes problem was, y'all know this, he going to get out there because he was fighting for his career as a quarterback. That was the reason he came back from those last concussions early. But I just think that – I just think people got to understand. There's an assumed risk. You sign your name. I think you shouldn't play yeah. tackle until high school. But there, but there's also a reward for their risk. Loggers makes 40 k and they die more than anybody mm-hmm. falling off these trees. So, yeah. at least there's a nice reward. Because even with the NFL, I don't know what men on salary, they probably a couple hundred K. Even if you're good with your money, you can still get a start on starting a business, things of that sort, where you, can, you get a better start than the average Joe coming out of college. I think there's good. I just think people cannot overreact to a health ailment. Because cause I remember this real quick. When Alabama beat Georgia for the championship, I think that was a game two It came in with Jalen Hurts. That was an Alabama player, on the, like one of the reserves, who fainted in the middle of the game on the sideline. And, uh, but he was he was good. He went had a heart issue, and Now they carried him off and they checked on him. But, you know, sometimes bad things happen to good people.
0: Yeah. It's part and,
2: of life, and, and, part ain't of nothing life. you can do, man, sometimes.
1: It's part of life, man. It's part of life, man. But, Tobias, man, thanks for your call, man. Yo, you got any thoughts on John Morant? Um, what's going on with him?
2: First thing first, you guys do a better job than Dan for the switchboard. Dan making me wait until, like, damn, Haley to come and come back. But, uh. What was hey, going he, on with John uh, Moran again?
1: Yeah. He he got in trouble because he, he uh, supposedly put his hand oh, they in hit the hit kid. That kid. That was yeah.
2: Here's the problem, right? Uh, uh, John Moran reminded me of that video I uh, sent you guys about the dudes in Alaska who think they hood. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> he doesn't grasp the concept of I've got everything to lose. This guy does yeah. And he's a kid. Uh
1: Listen, yeah, man, yeah. John ja Morant, ja Morant is, 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 he's out of control. He's still young himself. That's why I asked how old he was. was he he yeah, punched some teeth. He shot a dead for righty <laughs> pinch. But, yeah, he he put his hands on some kids, and, you know, boy trying to get his, his lick back. He said, all right, cool, yeah. man, give me this chicken. I blame T. Hey,
2: you know what um, John ja Morant needs? He needs his Moses Malone like what Moses Malone was to Charles Barkley. Tell him to sit his hit, ass but, down, I mean, be quiet,
1: and ball. Yeah, but the thing about it is the money is so out of control these days that even if you had a veteran on your team, ain't nobody trying to hear what, he, ain't nobody trying to hear what he's saying.
2: You got to get them as a rookie. You got to get them soon. But then again, he's making like ten to $12 million after like a high pick anyway.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The money so, oh, yeah, it, and it before I veteran, run, guys, Alabama's number seven in the country in basketball. We got Kentucky coming to town this weekend. We have a guy that may be a top five pick named Brandon Miller. He's like a 6'9", 6'10", scoring four. Keep an eye on that kid.
1: Will do. Will do. Hopefully he goes to the Bulls after they blow it up.
2: Oh, yeah. I want them to blow it up. Hey, if y'all want Zach Levine, hey, get we'll hey, trade them off. And, that's, you know, kind of chime in this real quick. When people say certain players, not saying they bad, but they ain't winning players. Because why the hell Washington going to give Bradley Bill all that money? When the last time he took them anywhere? <laughs> you know, but or Zach Levine? But anyway, you guys all have, right, a good man. have a good
1: weekend. We'll talk, we'll talk to you next week, man.
2: Hey, yo, son better cover the spread, B, off of this weekend at soccer field. I know that, but y'all take it easy, man.
1: <laughs> all right, man. Hey, B, you got any last thoughts on John Moran putting his hands on, uh, you know, the youngster? Um. You know, I mean, what's going on with job man? What do you think about I... Tobias? Man? Jha, he and Memphis acting out of control, man. He think he part of, uh, he think he wrote with Yo and them. Yo. He's part of CMG.
5: Tobias made a, made a great point. And to expand further on that point, which is, job you have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Yeah. I've seen Usher, I mean, job dad, around him. And coming to the games, getting love. You know, he's not working on an album. He's living off a job, which is cool. You should assume It's your baby boy.
1: He look. He, he trained them. Get. He trained them to get there. He, you know, he came home from work, put the put the hours in with him.
5: Yeah. Where's your old head Like giving you advice. Where are the people telling you cut it out? Like.
1: I mean, he probably got them, but you know how these young boys are. Sometimes they just don't listen. Sometimes
5: I watch Jai and I listen to him, and I support him. I like like him. There's something about him and his personality I like. But I also feel like either, A, to your point, he's not listening, or, B, he's got too many
1: yes men around. He's Some people – And I'm figuring – Some people – some people you be like, yo, the stove is hot, and they be like, all right, let me stay away. And some people you tell them the stove is hot, but they gotta touch it because they gotta see themselves. They 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 don't care what you're saying. They gotta they gotta get burnt themselves before they realize, like, oh yeah, maybe I should listen. Yeah, all right. you know Like I, I, I was watching the, I was watching the interview with um with uh, Mike Vick, and he was saying that people would say that about him, like where's his old heads with his people. He was like, I had all that. He said, I had old heads from around my way. He said, I had uncles, family members, who were telling me, like, Mike, you were tripping. Like you, you He was like, but at that point where he was in his life, it was nothing they could tell him. He said, I did whatever I wanted to, when I wanted to, even though I had those people that loved me. He said, it wasn't yeah. until they started, it set his dumb ass down that humbled him. He got humbled. He needed that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like So it, I'm going to make know, a
5: small, a small, minor distinction. I hear you, and I and I get it. I don't disagree with that. You're you're right, but it's a difference between having your uncles and your old heads around, and actually having your pops. Like your pops should be able to give you a look, even even at 23, even when you know that physically as a world class athlete, you could probably whoop his ass. He give you that look like yo, how can you do? And you, yeah. Yeah. No, I,
1: I get what I get what you're saying, but he's still gotta be able to make the mistakes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty he's sure top 17, three
5: 17 I'm year pretty, old and pretty, a 10 million dollar suit they ain't one of them mistakes you need
1: to be making. I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure top three, even though you are there and you know you you run things, he's gonna test you and he gonna and I'm pretty sure he's tested you or or do something that you know what I mean? Like because that's just that's that's part of the game. Yeah. yeah. He get his chest beat in. Um but <laughs>
5: now,
0: yeah. Right. Now wait, now yeah, wait, now wait
1: it. now wait till he go pro, wait till he go wait till he go pro and you know what I'm saying, he on Man City getting that chicken, then what?
5: Then 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 that contract is with that uh going into that LLC and trust has already been set up yeah his mom and
0: Because sometimes gets, you know
1: we love sports and we've been watching sports our whole lives. But sometimes yeah. I, I sit back and think about, like, from a money standpoint, the age of these kids mm. and the access that yeah. they have. And yeah. I think, I often think about it, like, as much as I want to criticize them, it's like, I, I get it. Like,
0: I'm 23 years
1: old. I'm 23 years old with a couple hundred million, like, that I'm going have guaranteed to me. I got a, my own shoe from Nike. I'm in that, the quote-unquote hottest city culturally-wise, uh, hip-hop-wise. I get whatever I want to get. I walk around, and do whatever I want to do. Everybody can't handle that.
5: Nah, you're right.
1: I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm a man who who had my father in the house, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to handle that. No, nah, you're
5: right. You are right. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like I think about that. After then, I start right. having empathy for these kids. Like they're still kids. I mean, you know, we watch what they do on the court, and we're amazed by their athleticism. You know, so, basically, they, so basically, so basically,
5: what you're saying is, all things considered and being equal. Bubba Chuck is amazing.
1: Shout out to Bubba Chuck. All he had was
5: Ann. All he had was Ann, and Ann ain't having much.
1: Crew thick, man. Crew thick. Listen, man, let me uh, (laughs) – before Before we get out of here, man, I got to tell you what happened in state and sports history – which is brought to you by Sports the Book, the bottom line. It is the best sports book ever written. You know what I'm saying? You can get a copy at sportsthebook.com, or you can go to warroomsports.com. You know what I'm saying? That's the hub, and you can get a copy of that book. Um, And shout out to Neil. Neil says she has a kid, you know, a kid got got daddy home, but he's still one of those I-need-to-get-burnt people. I know a lot of people like that. My wife is like I'm like, yo, then don't get do burning. She's like let me see, then you now listen, don't take this the wrong way,
5: and f c c don't shut us down. you gotta burn him because you're gonna burn him in love, and you gonna know how far to take it when he get out in this world, that fire don't care that fire hate him and they and has no remorse, and will put third degrees till he's in a coffin, so you gotta teach him the respect. yeah,
1: I mean. No, I mean that's part that's partly true. But some sometimes sometimes like you know, sometimes people just gotta be humbled. I know I it sounds crazy, but some people gotta be humbled, man. I mean, you know 100%, 100%. we've all had experiences that to lead us to where we are. But anyway, man, this uh what happened is Dayton Sports History, man, we talk about the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, they actually lost the game on January fifth, nineteen seventy one. The Harlem Globetrotters lose a hundred to ninety nine to the New Jersey Reds. Before that they had a two 2000- thousand Four hundred and ninety-five game winning streak, but they lost that game. So, Damn. shout out to the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all were like huge. Like I've watched documentaries on the Harlem Globetrotters, but I ain't gonna lie. Like in my time frame, it was and One. That was our version. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was with uh hot sauce and all in the professor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, who's your who? who, who and what, one what player, I want to say is your favorite player, but which one did you enjoy or found to be uh, entertaining?
5: Uh, Skip.
1: It was all for me. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, Skip was dumb.
5: Nice. I I I think my I I like I actually be honest, like yo, I banged with AO, but I knew AO before he was AO, and I definitely didn't see all of that when I knew him as to when he ended up with anyone. Um, so as Mm -hmm. a mature adult. And watching his game develop, I knew he could put on a show and be a clown, but he could also actually play. So I kind of, yeah, him, I, 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 him being from the city, I supported him, but my guy was, was definitely skipped. The rest of them dudes, I wasn't super impressed with.
1: Dog, the boy Hot Sauce, man. Like, he, yo. He was yeah, crazy. he was different, man. But shit, shout out to N1, man. It's really about the Globetrotters, but I'm giving N1 a shout out because that's our Globetrotters, man. But it's time for us to get out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me and B. often don't play no games. We, You know what I'm saying? We talk about the topics and we get ghosts. But uh, shout out to everybody who supports us, man. Again, happy, happy new year. We are in 2023. So if you made it this far, you're still with us, man. We appreciate you, but happy new year to you all. Um, we're back here next week. You know what I mean? Check us out next week. Hopefully we have some, uh, you know, more delightful news than we had this week. <laughs> but, um... Don't forget, everything that we do can be found at the Hub, and the Hub is WarRoomSports.com. You can get the book, Sports the Book, at the Hub of WarRoomSports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We shall see you chumps until naive.
2: All the blue yo Every Thursday, 6 to 8 they do this ah. Shout out to Death PJ, be off dot Doc Bay on replay uh. on dot com. Get that mobile app it's knocked out Callin' 323 below three, 0012 If it going and you sensitive then oh well Yeah Physical podcast, let's talk show Showtime like magic In the box push. Magic. Listen to live, push one to join in uh, Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment uh, Hip-hop dollars uh, Pit-stop knowledge Should be as sports credit as I ain't talking college Five guys, no
0: beast though no. For three threat, But the streets know uh, funny uh, I got a G-flow uh, KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode uh,
2: First, you be better name us? or.